up, y'all? Appreciate the rate as always, JM. Alrighty. Uh, hey, Moon. Hey, Abby. Hey, Mama. Hey, Doc. Hey, LA. So, <laughs> yes. Uh, I guess we, we can call this church announcement time. Um, yeah. <laughs> So, like I, I was saying, I, I kind of need a co-host. Uh, <laughs> and so Jade uh, so lovingly volunteered <laughs> in my efforts to keep the podcast going. Um, so, yeah, now it's Embassy, Embassy Talks with uh, Jaded Dragon. Um, name is still, like, kind of pending, but, you know, we're going to work on it. Uh <laughs> <laughs> not not you being the wrong stream. No, y'all are in the right stream. Uh, but Jan, appreciate the raid again. How's everybody doing this Tuesday? Yes, that's why we were in the VC the other day. <laughs> yeah. Getting <laughs> <Yeah>, sneaky. <laughs> oh, man. I thought y'all would have picked up, picked up on that since we were, like, sharing videos. Uh <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I also have new merch, by the way. Um, so the store is still open, but <laughs> you know, but you left it alone. I feel it. I feel it. Um, but yeah, the new design is up. Um, also, y'all let me know how y'all like the new design, because I'm like, I'm open to changing it. I just wasn't sure, um, how it's going to fit, like, all, like, right in the center of a t-shirt. That That's kind of, like, new to me. Uh, I think that's it for now. How are you doing, Jaded? <laughs> I'm good. Long, short, long day. Long, short, long? You? Uh, long, 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 short, long. Long, short, long, yeah. That's, that sounds about right. Um... It wasn't, I wasn't bored to death at work. I was actually doing stuff, but it was still long. And then I took a nap when I got home. Um, no regrets. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. Wow, Doc. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, Moon went ahead and asked. I, I see you, Moon. I see, I see it. <laughs> um. Betrayal. <laughs> Not the betrayal, Doc. You know you welcome, and that that's the thing. It's not it's not gonna be just me and Jada all the time. Like we're we have ideas coming in. Like we're thinking of having a rotation of guests, like a panel show. So it's like ever evolving. Um, <laughs> not not you being like that's fair uh, <laughs> to me stabbing you in the back, Dallas. I would never do that. But um. So yeah, so more to come. It's a uh, was what we call it living podcast, I guess. Yeah, yeah, like a living list. It's a living podcast. It's a living podcast. To wow, Inception, <laughs> Jace Grace. I cannot with you, Doc. <laughs> well, I didn't want the cat to be covered up, so I was like, cat can go in the middle. <laughs> Junior. In the middle of the screen. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Um. 
So, uh, I think that's it. Um, so, without further ado, we're going to get ahead and get started on the docket. Uh, so, first things first, uh, there was a recent court decision, uh, district court, I believe, in Texas about DACA. Uh, so, Jay, you want to go ahead and take that away? Yes. So, uh, Friday, July 16th, uh, the U.S. District Court Judge Andrew Hannon, Hannon uh, in Texas ruled that the DACA program, the, the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals, that it was uh, basically not unethical. It was uh, illegal that uh, Homeland Security should not be over that in that, uh, yeah, that they can no longer accept new applications. They're stopping it to where, yeah, Texas... Texas. Uh, Texas. <laughs> I'm glad I left. Um. <laughs> it's on. It's it. This is very on par with Texas. It very uh, much because, so. Yeah, like they're basically stopping new applicants uh, that can no longer apply for that protection under DAC, under the DACA program uh, that was that was brought about during the Obama administration. So that way, it gives them uh, different permits, like work permits, things like that. So that way, they can stay in the country since they were brought over when they were children. So it helps them stay in the country. Not these aren't people that like uh, whatever your political beliefs are, anything like that for uh, illegal immigrants. These were children brought into the country, so not adults, children. So this protected them to stay in this country. A lot of them were even born here through immigrant prayer, uh, immigrant parents. So it just helps them stay into the country. But now he's ruling that mm, it's illegal for the Homeland Security to even issue this out. So they're no longer accepting, accepting applications. Uh, any current application uh, applicants that are under are protected under it, they can stay. Uh, no, I'm sorry, I can say they can still renew their permits as of right now. But they are saying that eventually this will affect them, which is not a great thing. <laughs> so they're saying they're fine for now. Uh, but yeah. It's it's a whole messed up thing. It's all on par with Texas and a majority of other red states. <laughs> yeah, that's it, very fair. Not not y'all rolling down, <laughs> rolling governor down the down the steep incline. <laughs> um, but but here's the thing: it wasn't even the governor that did this. It was the district court um, in Texas, which I mean, it can be overruled um, mm -hmm. by I believe circuit court. I think that's the order. Um, yes. and Biden also said he was going to get the DOJ to look into it, um, because, you know, that might have been an overstep, uh, overstepping authority, but my thing, two, I have two things, so one, if, if we're, if we're like, if we're reaching capacity, I feel like there's a way to just say that without these rulings, um, I mean, and I don't even, I don't even think that's the case. I, I just think it's just your general boilerplate racism happening here. But I think the other thing is that it's a, it's a reaction to our reaction to central, to what we did in Central America in the eighties, because we had, we as America, as a country had this bright idea to run a counterinsurgency in Central America, um, in the eighties. And basically, it was against any uh, uh, rising far left and, and or socialist regime. Uh, we 
oppose that with right-wing military forces and destabilize, further destabilize the country. So it's still our fault that we're in the situation we're in with immigration. Um, and it's very complicated. I'm not even saying, I'm not even saying I'm on the fence of let them all in. I know there's a whole, there's like, it's a lot, it's very complicated. Um, but the fact that our response is to our screw ups is to just further screw up and like dehumanize, make dehumanizing decisions is what's getting me. What up, Hen? Yeah, it's like you said, it's a very dehumanizing situation because, again, I was like, I can't stress this enough. Like, this is for this act literally protects the people who are brought in as children. So a lot of these are like, some of them are young adults, college students, a majority of them are college students. They already had a hard enough time as it was where, uh, what was it? Uh, in New It was all around that they couldn't even leave the country. Mm-hmm. So like they couldn't go back home to visit family members or anything like that because it was, if you left the country, then you were not permitted back in. And it was a, a big controversy, uh, I believe last year when uh, a New York, uh, was it a judge or a governor or somebody in New York where they uh, made it to where they're actually able to travel internationally now with uh, when they're from New York so that way they can go back so say somebody came over from Russia or from Mexico from China from wherever uh, Korea wherever India and uh, they want to go back home because a lot of these people, when they came over, they were seeking asylum for different reasons from right. these different countries. Yep. And so they're just wanting to go home, visit family. You can't do that. And it's already hard enough with uh, with the pandemic going on that nobody can travel anyway. So it's like they have this fear that, hey, something happened to my family. I can't even go and like bury somebody because I won't be let back into the only country that I've ever called home. Right. Close. It's, yeah. It's a mess. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like I said, like, the, I mean, granted, the decision's horrible, but it can be overruled by, like, either a circuit court or if DOJ steps in, um, which would be interesting, which I also would have, well, DOJ deals more so with laws and rulings, but I feel like because immigration is such a big wheelhouse in DHS, I was kind of surprised they didn't, like, factor them in as well since they're two different organizations, but um, I did find that part interesting. But yeah, it's a mess per usual. And um, <laughs> the Biden administration, they are going to go ahead and try to appeal it in the uh, New Orleans Circuit Court. Yeah, so. that way they can get that rolling because uh, that's just, it's a bad situation all around. <laughs> it is. But so that's the latest on DACA. Is it specific to Texas? Um, district ruling, I believe it's it is specific to the state, if I'm not mistaken. Right, Jay? For that Yeah. No, wait. It was ruling in Texas, but I don't believe it was uh yeah, it was from the district court. Not so- from yeah, so it wasn't from Supreme Court or anything. Yeah, no. Um, now that I'm reading it, it doesn't even make sense. So it ruled that Homeland Security can no longer approve new applicants, but Homeland Security is above goes above the state because it's federal. Hmm. 
The, it's not mathing. <laughs> it the math ain't mathing. <laughs> so it does. It makes no sense. And again, it if you if you don't like brown people, just say that. Just say that. Just yeah. say it. They say it in Europe all the time. The former that... administration made it easy for them to say it, to be able to just say it out loud. So just say that. I that's all you have to say. You don't have to like make all these new uh, rules up. Like no, just just say you don't like brown people. And come on. Mm, you're surprised to learn how locked the U.S. is. Uh is currently sort of taking advantage of it. Oh, that's a good point. Be yeah, because of the pandemic, because we've been so locked in, because other countries have been like, don't go to America. Um, I think those on the other side in America are like, great, let's make rulings to kick everybody out when everything opens or to like restrict people from coming in. That's a good point, Mike. Um, I did not think about that. What up, Drift? <laughs> um, but yeah, you got anything more on that? Uh, just that it's just a sad situation. Uh, and like you said, they're taking this is something that they were just taking advantage of while the country is in disarray. Mm -hmm. uh, so it was kind of one of those sneaking things in. Yeah. I hope nobody notices. <laughs> Yeah. But it's like, we noticed. We we definitely noticed. <laughs> we we see y'all. We do not approve. In 4K. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so next up, uh, U.S.-Germany relations, more so the future of it. So last week, um, Angela Merkel uh, took a trip to the U.S. to visit Biden. Uh, I think it was her first visit since Biden got elected. Um, for y'all, for those of y'all who don't know, um, cause I didn't even know until I looked it up, th there is apparently an ongoing dispute between the United States and Germany over a Russian gas pipeline co called Nord's, Nord Stream 2. Um, they basically want to, uh, take a look at practical measures so that they can kind of wrest the control away from Russia and, uh, you know, kind of hover, kind of manage Ukraine's control of it that's their ultimate goal to strengthen ukraine um and to weaken russia with that gas pipeline uh, and they've relatively us and germany have relatively been allies against russian aggression um we're not going to count those last four years because that it, it it didn't count but generally generally speaking um <laughs> they were generally uh allied against russian aggression so um, and we're kind of seeing a return to that with the Biden administration. Uh, but it kind of presents an issue because Chancellor Merkel is stepping down later this year. Um, there will be a new chancellor. Well, the elections begin September 26th. So it's, it's expected to, we're going to have a new chancellor of Germany um, late fall, early winter. Uh, so Merkel's party, uh, which is uh, CDU, CSU, which is is the christian democrats which you would think of them as like your the our version of moderate democrats so they're kind of just like right in the middle um they're an elite which is good for germany's uh sta stabilization um the goal for germany is to 
not have the far right wing party, uh, Alternative for Deutschland, AFD, um, in power. Because that's the party that is, like I said, it's very far right wing. Um, pretty sure there are some Nazi sympathizers who didn't want to give up that struggle, but they're currently 10% um, in the polls, which is like, if I look at that correctly, yeah, they're the third line. So they're pretty far down. Um, so they show, the polls show a slim chance right now. Like I said, the elections are September 26th. Um, obviously it's important to us because we would like a chancellor like Merkel, who's kind of like in the middle and like keeps a, um, actually left, left wouldn't be bad either, but we, we don't want anybody on the far right. Um, but wary, being wary of the polls because of surprises like Brexit, um, obviously our surprise of 2016, um, I... I don't know if there are any surprises or if there's any like growing resentment outside of the immigration issue because they also don't really like brown people, but it's just brown people of a different uh, ethnicity um, over there. So they they still are very, they're still struggling with immigration. They're still very anti-immigration uh, when it comes to like people coming in for asylum from the Middle East. Um, so that's kind of the overview on that um but yeah it's like yeah that's the thing Merkel's been such a stabilizing force for Germany um and it's been progressing um that we kind of don't want to lose that so that's the that's the rundown of US Germany I I get the feeling she wanted to leave in 2016 yeah. <laughs> she like, and yeah. <laughs> and then forty five happened. Uh, yeah, I was like, and then things happen. And, and then things happen. What up, Panda? <laughs> um well you got any thoughts on that? <laughs> yeah, definitely to keep the relationship somewhat stable and then also we're all the way over here. Right. <laughs> That's to say, like, we're all the way over here. Right. We are not in these European countries where uh, if something were to happen or anything like that, we, like, we survive off of these relationships that we have with uh, foreign countries. And even sometimes it's, like, minuscule as certain problems may seem. Like, some people think, like, oh, who cares about who's in uh, the administration over there? It's like, no, you should. Because it affects literally everything, everything. that can <laughs> Like, it, <laughs> our, our international relations, like, that is a bread and butter of making the country go around. So it's just giving the way that Russia, Russia built different. <laughs> Very. Um, <laughs> they built different. Actually, Putin um, built different. The yeah. Like, oh yeah. That's a whole conversation. Oh my gosh. But yeah. It's this is something that we would definitely have to keep in our favor and like you say, like lean left because without it, who knows what can happen. And like you said, with the whole uh Brexit vote, like so many people were against it, but yet somehow that vote happened, like and it just it didn't go. The same could be said for 45. Nobody saw that one coming. <laughs> and it just happened. It's like you never know with these things, but it's like it's 
it's just these these allies these allies that we need mm-hmm. because we have to keep that relationship strong. We have to have somebody uh, that we can actually work with that will align more, that'll be more progressive because Germany right now is a little bit more progressive. Uh, they aren't as strict with certain things that other countries that they are close to in proximity. Uh, so it's like, <laughs> we need this. It's something that you really need. Uh, yeah. I, I, I just want to hit and I just like saying Deutschland. It's a nice word. Deutschland. Deutschland. <laughs> um, German is like a fun language without like the unfortunate. It, it like it's a fun language, but it just carries like harsh reminders. Yeah. Although you could say, say the same for English, to be fair. So. Yeah. <laughs> and like, and one good thing about Germany is like they learn from their mistakes. They like to teach and make sure that their that their citizens mm-hmm. know about their history and know about their mistakes. There is no sugarcoating it. They're like, hey, it happened and here it is. And we're gonna talk about it. So for them to if if somehow far right comes into power, it's just like erasing all that progression that like that would just be terrible for the country itself. Right. people were pretty welcoming in Germany. I can see that. I haven't actually been to Germany. It's one of the places I do want to go. But um, yeah, Germany has... Germany is the example of like how to right your wrongs um, and not hold on to harmful relics. And I mean, it wasn't just Angela. Um, it's just that Angela's just the most recent chan- chancellor. But they've been doing this since the end of World War II because they had to. Um and then it just it just carried on the tradition uh and just other like future chancellors uh or yeah future chancellors have respected that uh i don't i mean there there definitely is a far right surgence or resurgence um i don't think it's very strong in germany like it is in other european countries uh because they they basically mandate um actual history like for kids to learn actual history of what happened and what role germany actually played rather than you know disneyfying it but um so they have they have this institution in place they basically rebuilt this institution um so institutionalists whoever comes in if they're an institutionalist they will respect that the people you have to watch for are those who want to be change agents um who want to like disrupt the system who basically want to be like 45 and just like and just be like throw it all away uh those are the people who tend to be a little more dangerous because they don't have an of they might have an alliance or they may have an alliance to nothing um and when you compare that to geopolitics and international affairs and because germany is a lot closer to russia uh geographically than we are um that kind of that kind of adds in the the um the the not certainty what's the word i'm looking for hastening that's the synonym for it but it it adds a um adds that feeling of um urgency there we go adds an urgency to it 
um, for like being being at least tuned into the re elections. We can't really control anything. All we have is NATO, and you know, um, when it comes to that. So, um, but that's the other thing. Um, just like Trump threatened to leave NATO and threatened to leave uh, the P five and all of that, the new leader of Germany could do the, very well do the same thing. So that those are the stakes basically for because Angela Merkel is stepping down, Chancellor Merkel is step, stepping down. They just definitely need to keep it uh to the left, to the left. <laughs> political in the box to the left. Um, like it really because even I was just reading how uh they were talking about is like briefly about uh some new like uh, global warming and things like that and uh they were saying it just about certain things that germany is doing so it's like that could also affect that like easily yep. just because if, with the change of administration like it, as we can see when we got pulled out of the uh uh what am i looking for with france um when we got pulled out uh for when? Great initiative. Oh, uh, Paris Climate. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> I was like, like, you see how easily that, like, that was unwritten. <laughs> like, yes. So, and like, and these are, again, things that affect people not only within their country, but like globally. So it's, it, it's, yeah. Oh, Germany. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. So basically, what we're saying is we'll be watching. <laughs> Close. <laughs> um like i said it looks good like uh chancellor merkel's party is in the lead they they've been in the league consistently so according to polls you always gotta throw that disclaimer in there so but we shall see the fall will be interesting um and hopefully not the fall of germany um <laughs> all right the last wait, thing we, wait oh go ahead go ahead <laughs> Before we move on, I wish we did that, the voting by ranked choice. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing. So Germany votes by ranked choice. Uh, actually, most of Europe, if not all of Europe, votes by ranked choice. Um, New York actually tried it in their primaries. Um, and that's how Eric Adams, the, uh, the, the dude um, snitching on your kids, um, <laughs> won the primary, <laughs> won the Democrat primaries for New York. Um, and also how, well, that's not how Yang lost. Yang lost because he was flip-flopping. Um, and he just kind of, like, tried to appease everybody. But, um, the point is, ranked choice, um, it's, it's actually, I've looked at it, it's pretty efficient. I don't know why we, why we're stuck on electoral college. I know there are, like, people's campaigning to abolish it and everything, but, like, I don't know if we actually are going to do that if it's just another, another platitude. I would like to see a ranked choice. Um, but I know states are implemented slowly, but surely. They definitely should, because the whole Electoral College made sense when it was uh, conceptualized, because people were spread out. There were, uh, so when you had the states where the population was not the same how it is now. Right. With the When the country grows... Some of these things need to grow with it. So it's just like if other countries with a lot of things that they do can implement certain things and realize like, hey, this actually works better than 
grow with it, but we live in the land of these stuck in 1776, so. <laughs> uh, I wish people could understand. We we are no longer in the time of muskets and farming. I mean, we, we do still farm, but that's not that's not the primary job for everybody here like it used to be. And that's the other thing. That was the other thing about Electoral College. They, because people... Um, a lot of people didn't go to school and like didn't really know civics like that. They were like, uh, just in case y'all, you know, fuck up and choose someone rando, um, we're just going to install these people just in case, even though they never used, they never really did that. They never like strayed from the vote. Uh, they always kept, uh, with, you know, whoever the people voted for but, um, that was, I think that was the other reason it was kind of a granted it was elitist but that was kind of the other thing it was like yeah people aren't as educated on you know who to choose as we are so uh which has also changed we we you know the internet is everything all the information at your fingertips and yeah also people will believe whatever they see on the internet sometimes unfortunately so it makes it hard, but it's it's a great resource, but it's also a terrible resource at times. Yeah. Also true, Eric Adams is not well liked by a lot of people in New York. But I guess because he was such a because he was such a hard line and because he stuck to the I'm a former cop, people were like, I don't like it, but at least you're consistent. Um But yeah, it does keep it does benefit the minority, so they're I mean, they're not gonna get rid of it anytime soon. They're gonna put up a hard fight. Oh yeah. Uh, you think everyone because of rank choice, so because because it was ranked down rather than um rather than regular popularity like they do in the primaries because it was like ranked he won. I can see that. Cuz I'm trying to think uh no, Yang didn't drop out before the vote. He he dropped out after the vote. So people probably have him three out of four consistently. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, he's middling. He's very middling. Yeah. All right. Ready for the last? Yeah. <laughs> um. So we've all been seeing uh Britney's court battle in the news uh for for a minute lately. Um, at least since around March or April, it kind of came back up because the documentary came out framing Britney. Um, her court battle recently came up again. Uh, when. The judge decided to let her have her own lawyer, I believe, uh, when she got to speak and um, tell her side of what has been going on in her conservatorship. Um, and just her her consistently like making social media posts, at least in the past week or so. Um, yes, hashtag free Britney. Um, yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say yeah so with Brittany because the original court case where we heard that testimony that she because one for years she's been wanting to testify 
but they had it to where she was not able to. So with this judge, they were uh, they did finally allow her to make her testimony. Uh, and when everybody heard what was going on, it was just kind of like a, oh, wow. Because mm-hmm. you never got to hear her speak about, she's never publicly spoken about the conservatorship. She's never had a chance to speak about this. So she finally had that platform to speak on it. Uh, and what was really sad about it, though, is the fact that when she spoke on it, the judge initially denied her being able to get her own representation because her lawyer is picked and controlled by her conservator, her father. Right. Who she's also paying for his lawyer. So right. Like this, it's this like this weird cycle. And then finally, and then another judge went through and granted her the permission. I was like, which is just terrible that another person has to come in to say like, oh wait, maybe you should be able to pick who represents you because you're trying to get out of this situation. You're trying to get out of this ruling that you've been in for 14 years. 14, this woman is 40 years old. There are people who have uh, committed crimes, who have mm-hmm. murdered, who have gone to jail, who have gone out. And they're, and you're telling me that somebody who's taken a life is more mentally stable than somebody who consistently, because she's made to go to therapy, made to stay on medication, is more mentally stable to take care of and run their own life, but somebody who she's okay enough to go on tour, she's okay enough to do book shows, she's okay enough to go on award shows, she's okay enough to do TV shows, Uh, she's okay enough to do all these stressful situations, but she's not okay enough to actually control her own money. So that's just kind of, yeah. (laughs) And that's the thing, like her, the reason, you know, that she had been struggling mentally in the first place, uh, wasn't she, first of all, she can take care of herself, but her, her struggles, her, her struggles with, um, her mental illnesses were, if they weren't brought on, they were definitely the, the ultimate catalyst with how the media and paparazzi treated her as a kid. Um, well, actually all her life, but from her being a kid to her growing up in a teenage, uh, as a teenager to her like being a young adult just how people in the media um talked about her overly sexualized her how paparazzi like wouldn't leave her alone that take that took that's what took a toll on her mental health um and which is something also which is something like a lot of people are talking about these days especially like uh you see more with naomi osaka she's kind of saying the same thing so it's not uncommon for this to happen and she was well enough to do her own shows and everything uh if anything she just needed a break um and that was it there was no need to really grant her conservatorship and conservatorship isn't like um in her case it's so rare uh for her to be granted conservatorship because that's usually reserved for people who are like um have mentally uh degenerated uh, who can't take care of themselves uh, on a day to today, who can't, um, who basically aren't aware of their surroundings and or are a danger to themselves. So it's not, it wasn't designed for someone like her. Um, yeah. And yes, yeah, okay enough to have a Vegas re- residency even. Um, right. So the state of Point but- Lower is getting 500k annually. God, dog. Um, wow. All right. 
Yeah, it's just crazy all around, and it's like uh, uh, when certain things were like like another uh, stated like the courts are not for people with mental disabilities and like different uh, different disabilities. Period. Like it's hard, right, uh, for the country. Period. And then, like you said, the things back then we didn't have certain like. Um, they didn't have an understanding with Pravarazzi and things like that to where uh, people would actually advocate and be like, hey, back off. Right. She's got like, you're sitting there with somebody, like somebody's holding a child and you're in their face. You're hounded down daily. Like you can't go anywhere. And I'm not a celebrity, so I could never say like how I could uh, handle that pressure. And I can tell you right now though, like I couldn't. Like that's a stressful situation and it's just crazy that they're still like keeping her and forcing her into this just because we see people like recently Kanye West mm. like uh, Charlie Sheen I they haven't heard of Charlie thing. but yeah well, after, after he had his little little uh his little thing he uh went ahead and sat down uh, okay. <laughs> he's been in the back okay he's, he's been chilling in the back <laughs> but you see like Nobody bothers them. Nobody bats an eye when it's usually right. generally when it's a man, nobody bats an eye. But like you said, like when Naomi, when she came forward and she's just like, no, this is too much stress. This is this. I'm trying to protect my mental health. And then all of a sudden it's an issue and it's a problem right. when it comes to women advocating for their mental health. Uh, but it's just with, with men, they just allow whatever to happen. When Kanye West, they thought that uh, they were crazy when they were trying to put him on the, uh, was it the uh, 70, whatever, a hold. Oh, yeah, basically a hold. hold. Yeah, I was yeah. like, because they can put you on a 72-hour hold in a hospital against your will if you're exhibiting uh, that you're a danger, like I said, a danger to yourself, a danger to others. They can, they, they can do that if you do not voluntarily right. uh, let them take you into a facility. And at that time, because... I work with people who do these different things and like who had to be on hold, things like that. Uh, at that time, when you're on that hold, you get evaluated yes. so that they can actually, uh, actual psychiatrists, psychologists, like they all come in, they check you out thoroughly to make sure then yes, actually this is a person who uh, is a danger to themselves and they need to be, uh, medicated they need to be i have somebody else take over for them for certain rights they shouldn't be able to make their own uh health decisions things like that so but usually conservatorships end they're temporary unless you have like dementia where you can no longer because that's going to always be the case for you uh mental health issues a lot of times people who are people live every day with schizophrenia bipolar uh borderline personality disorder and they run their lives mm -hmm. perfectly fine. Guess what? They're medicated. They uh, they go to therapy, even the ones who don't. Guess what? They run their lives. They're adults. They they are given and they're allowed that chance. And it's like, but for especially uh, people in the public eye, they if a woman like just dares to speak up, oh no, you're still crazy. You can't right. do this. Or you're whining like, too it's much. Just you sad. you, sh you should know what you signed up for. Yeah, like it's just it's sad, and, and to force people to say you don't know what you signed up for, or are you signed up for this? Mm -hmm. It's like no, I signed up to do my job. I signed up to if I wanted to sing, I signed up to sing. 
I signed up to act. I did not sign up to have people harass me on the street daily. I did not sign up to have my uh, private life invaded. So it's just, (laughs) it's like, they don't sign up for that aspect. Like when they hold, like you can't, people put celebrities on like this pedestal. Like, oh, well you're, you're meant to do this and do this. Like, no, I'm meant to do my job. You do not tell a police officer Hey, you're supposed to go over here and do this, or you don't tell a doctor, well, you you need to be going out here and doing this. No, they need to just do their job, and that's it. That's right. all people ask. That you do your job. Right. That's <laughs> like that's what they're doing. Their job. I signed up. She signed up to be an entertainer. Guess what? She's going to entertain. When she gets off that stage, when she gets off from behind the camera, I don't care what she does. Yeah. That's her business. As long as it's not hurting anybody, like, she can do whatever. Exactly. But, again, like, with the whole, because Kanye was the most recent one. Mm -hmm. So that's the only why it's, like, so prominent in my mind. But it's just, like, when that happened and for somebody in his private life, your wife is saying, like, something's going on and their family is saying, like, hey, something's not right because we all saw publicly. Right. Something wasn't right. So if his family, his private family are saying like, hey, and they would know more about what's going on to where it's like, mm. and as you can see, she's never once said like, oh, we're trying to take the kids away from him or we're trying to take this away. It's like, no, they just want you to be healthy. So it already seems like it makes you think like her father's not trying to make sure that she's healthy. Right. You're just trying to make sure you keep uh, control of that money. Right. It's like, that's what it all comes down to. Because Britney, Britney dominated late 90s, early 2000s in, in the pop realm. Um, and it's unfortunate that her family saw her more as a cash cow um, than, you know, a person they want to take care of um, and, you know, protect. Uh, I, that's my thoughts. What I'm, what I'm seeing and what I'm thinking is going on um they just saw her it was kind of a means to end to not be poor anymore um because they were from rural mississippi uh so they they it she wasn't like a legacy or something but um and i think that's the other thing with the other thing you brought up with celebrities like we put them on pedestal there's already this um innate pressure when you when you go big that you can't really mess up you can't like you you kind of have to be perfect at least most of the time um especially i mean and that's been kind of all the time um it's just kind of shifted now with like oh yeah i can't really be a jerk or i can't have a bad a bad day and like lash out more so than before it was like oh i can't what do you mean i can't have sex i'm i'm 20 i can do whatever i want um so granted the expectations have shifted but there's still that expectation of like you gotta be perfect according to society's eyes which like i said there's this innate pressure uh once you hit it big um which is a lot for anybody to carry um but for her to carry uh as a teenager even more yeah definitely it's just the time the britney time we got to see the stages of people having like a breakdown and like we watched it happen. Yeah. Uh, And then, but but while watching it happen, you weren't seeing people step in to rectify the situation. 
only to make things worse continuously. Uh, and it was just, it's just sad to see like, and literally it's just like, you can document her breakdown. Yeah. And you can see it like there's, and then people still to this day make fun of it. And it's just like, no, like when you don't know, as a children and things like that, like, uh, like, oh, we made jokes about it, but then you get older and you start recognizing signs and then you're learning about these things. It's like, wait, no, that's like, that's not okay. Some of these were a cry for help. Right. And it just went ignored or like, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. It's crazy. It's really, truly crazy. And what's really baffling to me is the fact that you don't even have the simple right to have a uh, control over your own body as a woman yeah for you to be forced into having a, a, an iud and for people who don't know what that is that is a form of birth control that you don't take orally it is uh, implanted into you so it's in there it's something that the doctor has to put inside of you she does not have the option to take be, uh, to be able to even take that out because why she does not have rights to her own body which is insane it's just, it's, I, yeah. Like, it's just, it makes you think uh, about the whole laws around conservatorships mm -hmm. and like how, and how we view mental health and how we need to like really just take a closer look at these things and pay more attention because only reason why it's highlighted is because she's Britney Spears, but this could be Sally down the street going through this same exact thing and you wouldn't know because she's yep. not famous so she doesn't have people who she doesn't have fans to advocate for her so it's just like and these and these things do happen every day every day there was even a, a movie about it not not um related to britney but there is a, a even a whole another movie about it um on netflix called i care i care a lot i think that's what it was called it was uh mm -hmm. it was starring the woman from um gone girl um mm -hmm. Where it was kind of like that same situation and there's a underbelly of it that um like in the movie with her company it was all about money it was about taking these rich people saying that they were mentally incompetent that they can't take care of themselves anymore and taking all of their their assets their uh their funds um just everything um and using that to build the business and to enrich themselves so there are actually companies uh, designed on that same model. Yep. It's like they, that's what, like you said, companies design a model. There are people, uh, like the big corporations who, when some of their founders or things like that, board members, they, that's how they can force people out. Yes. <laughs> so that way they can make new decisions. They're like, hey, you didn't agree with us on this. Guess what? You're old enough. We're going to force you out. We're going to say that you're not able to make these decisions anymore. Your proxy needs to come in for you. Like, it's just crazy. So it, it's a way for people to abuse power. Very much so. It really is. Because... I feel like that's what's about to happen also with uh, the lady from Real Housewives because uh, it's never been reported that this man had dementia or Alzheimer's and hmm. now that he's uh, yeah the uh, her the lawyer husband oh, now all of a sudden well, yeah. He's been, yeah he got put on a conservatorship and wow. uh, he can no longer make his own choices because all of a sudden while he's in the middle uh, in the process of getting disbarred and being sued for stealing all that money. <laughs> mm, wow. I was like, 
it's just real convenient. I was like, so like people know how to work these laws around and in their favor. Mm-hmm. So it's like, mm. It's it's interesting. It's, <laughs> it's real it's, interesting. It's very interesting. Um, if I'm not mistaken, wasn't I think uh, Brittany was actually invited. I mean, granted, I don't I don't like this person at all. Um, I don't even know if it was a if if it was a, a genuine attempt, but she was invited by I think Matt Gates to speak to Congress about conservatorship, which is like I would appreciate that. Um, I question the morals and reasonings of Matt Gates doing it, but. I think that is important for that to happen for her or um, somebody like her to speak to Congress about like how how conservatorship is abused so they can like at least look into it more and you know draft new laws and that can overwrite these loopholes um, that wow it's really easy to exploit uh, now that I think about it yeah For people who know where I work, uh, yeah, it is. I've seen it happen, like because of HIPAA violations. I can't tell specific stories, but there have been times when uh, people have come in and they try to have their loved ones misdiagnosed, so that way they could have uh, rights over their money and things like that. And the state had to come in and actually, uh, because they were trying to do different very nefarious things mm. uh and uh the state actually had to end up taking legal control of that person just because their family was trying to abuse that power so yeah wow it it, it i was like it when people are like oh it doesn't have like no it happens. It, it happens it happens a lot that movie that you described it it happens it happens it's like it's just crazy yeah, it definitely, I will say personally, like, it definitely made me rethink, like, um, taking care of parents and all that, because I was like, I wasn't even thinking about nursing home per se, but after, especially after this, after watching that movie, I'm like, uh, I'm good, we'll, we'll figure something out, um, which is kind of sad, because there's a huge, mis- there, there's gonna, that's adding to the huge mistrust there, but people still just exploit all of that, and corporations too, for that matter. Mm-hmm. It's a sad, sad thing. Yeah. <laughs> just people just need to learn more about mental health, how to deal with it, how to help people uh, grow and like live their lives with it. Because uh, it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. Like just learn and let people live their lives and if it's at that point where it's truly a, a position where they're truly in a position where they cannot run their life, where they cannot make sound decisions, then of course, yes, like that is something that needs to be used, but like, it's just thrown around so easily. Like, Oh yeah, you yeah. don't have control over your anymore. It's like, no, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be that easy uh, exactly. and this hard to get out of. It should be that hard to get into. Right. So, like, yeah. It's... Oh, man. The whole situation. Chris Crocker told us years ago, leave Britney alone. He was right. It's like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what brought a good point, without the Ronan Farrow and uh, Gia Toliancho article, um, there wouldn't have been... There probably wouldn't have been as much publicity. Um, but because they had 
more clout it i think that's what pushed it to the forefront and that's what kind of powered that documentary and just all of that um because granted her 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 fans her super fans have been advocating for this for a while um we as the public just didn't really know what was going on until like recently personally I didn't even know she was still under conservatorship until it started coming out way more and I was like oh wow I was like only yeah, people same. I knew were her and Amanda Bynes yeah. and Amanda Bynes definitely yeah. how she is in the public eye it seems as if she does probably keep staying in that conservatorship and she doesn't fight it so obviously her family however they're working that out it seems like it's working for them right but but yeah, I was like, Britney's not had that same uh, type of uh, reaction in the public, or uh, we haven't seen her exhibit any type of uh, odd behaviors. Yeah, that would make you think that like, oh, she's actually still like, maybe she's not okay. Right. Uh, in that sense, not okay as in like, is she okay? Is she happy? But just is she okay mentally? Right. Yeah. Yeah, Amanda Bynes and Lizzie Lohan uh, did get more freedom than Britney. Mm -hmm. I was like, these people are just put under a microscope and it just makes things like a hundred times worse. Yeah. It really does. So it's like you, you, you can be bipolar, you can be schizophrenic, you can just have depression or anxiety, but it makes it just that like, you'll feel it tenfold just because you, you're under constant pressure from a lot of people not just it's not like oh I go to work and I have pressure from my boss it's like no my boss is like I have a manager mm -hmm. and then they have an assistant I have to think about and I have to think about my parents and I have to think about my assistant and I have to think about my lawyer and I have to think about my accountant and I have to think about it's like all these people are depending on you for your paycheck so they get their paycheck and it's just like right then, that's a lot and <laughs> I'm thinking about my fans who was like I don't want to disappoint them exactly because you're doing what you love right so it's like well i'm this is what i wanted to do so i don't want to disappoint these people that i enjoy entertaining but it's just like yeah yeah because even with the naomi they were doing the same thing with uh uh serena yes it's just like well that's a woman thing too like anytime a woman speak up it's, right all of a sudden a problem an issue and the dark, hysterical that's and the darker yeah. they are the more of a problem it is what up lizzie exactly like oh you speak up you're the angry black woman it's like oh um that white man over there can be angry the hispanic man over there can be angry but because i'm a darker skinned woman oh you're hysterical calm down <laughs> Uh, no, like, <laughs> <laughs> like the, the tantrums, the amount of tantrums I have seen in life, I'm not even talking about work, but work too, but in life, mostly men, mostly yeah. white men. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're, exactly. uh, we were talking about Brittany's conservatorship, Lizzie. Uh, how are you? <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> they like to, they like to call us emotional and angry and all that. It's like, bang. <laughs> but yeah the stuff I've seen is like y'all need timeouts yeah cause even uh what was the tennis player back in the day who used to like break his rackets and 
Uh, mm, he yes. holds it. Hold, you could if he if he didn't like the call, an entire fit, and like now he's more celebrated for his outbursts, right? Which is ridiculous, ridiculous. Naomi said, "I feel too much pressure. Um, I'm trying to protect myself right now." And they're like, "Oh." No, how dare you? He's like, how dare you try to protect yourself and not talk to us when we ask invasive questions? It sometimes don't even have to do with her job. It right. Does it have to do with me playing? No, so don't ask me that question. It's like I'm not answering that. Andre Agassi, Thanks. that was his name. Thank you, Drift. So, uh, with the laws here, Panda, they're actually not as many. So, like, in places, that's why a lot of people choose to, a lot of celebrities choose to live overseas because they have stricter laws. Yes. Uh, like in, like in uh, France, of how, like, you can't do that there. The way they, the excessiveness, the way they do it here, they can't do that there. <laughs> like, it's not the same. America, it's, we're still living in the wild, wild west. <laughs> It's do whatever wild, you want. It's a wild, wild west of media. And I get, you know, First Amendment rights, like uh, freedom of the press, because you don't want, you don't want state-controlled media where, you know, the government just puts out what, what looks good to them. However, I do feel like you need some protections of when journalists run their stories or when media um, run their stories on, on just people generally. Um, and just kind of like respect for like privacy, respect for um you know their their reputations and all of that um so there there's there could be a middle ground it doesn't have to be like state controlled but i don't think wild wild west works either yeah and now a lot of uh a lot of more celebrities are taking taking into their own hands where like these blog sites that come up and say certain things or like when the media actual like national media runs something that's not true and before it was just kind of like a whatever, uh, deal with it. But now when they go deal with it, they're mm -hmm. taking them to court and winning. Right. <laughs> like, you can't just like this. Literally, is uh, is it defamation when it's in writing, slander when it's uh, verbal, or is it the other way around? What's that? I say, is it defamation when it's in written, but slander when it's uh, verbal, or is it the other way around? Um, I I think, mm, I think it's that way. I think it's defamation when it's okay. written. Um, okay. yeah slander when it's verbal yeah so like but they're taking I always get those two confused I'm like which one is which <laughs> <laughs> but it's like yeah like they're taking them to court for these things like cause you can't just say and publish whatever you want exactly like, and that's and that's for anybody celebrity or not like that's for anyone you can't just uh, blatantly make lies and uh, circulate these things cause that actually does have an impact on people's lives so it's like no you can't like think twice like those things can take you can get taken to court mm -hmm. when it's not especially when you're not presenting it as an opinion you're presenting it as a fact yes it's like it's one thing when you're having a conversation when it's a think piece around what you were saying but you're like they're literally just putting it out like such and such did this okay but that's not true i was like and that like that's all you led with and that was it right <laughs> no context like, yeah, or no, nothing Oh, oh, you got an autograph. Nice. <laughs> Consent. 
But um, yeah. yeah, you got anything else on this? I'm good on Britney. Free Britney. Hashtag um, free Britney. Hashtag free Britney. Uh, leave them DACA kids alone. <laughs> <laughs> Let them live. Germany man. do right. <laughs> Let them live their life. Uh, Germany, stay left. <laughs> Germany, we All watching that. you. You're not our only hope anymore because you know we got right a little bit. Um, I'm I'm still nervous about 2022 and 2024, but you know we we okay right now, ish. Yeah. Um, but but Germany, you know you you've been a stabilizing force. We need we kind of need you still. Um. But yeah, leave them doctor kids alone. Like that was the whole point of dreamers dreamers because that's not. Is it that uh, yeah? If they're born in America, they're citizens. That's the point. Um, but even so, like, even when I learned, uh, what's that YouTuber's name? David Dobrik. Oh, him. I always oh, assumed, oh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a poor, like, example, but like, it's somebody that I know at least that other people would know the name, mm-hmm. kind of. Kind of. And that it actually affects him because mm-hmm. he also is a DACA recipient because they came from a European country hey, seeking asylum. Yeah. He's hmm. he's a dreamer. He can't leave the country because if he leaves it, he can't come back. So wow. they, this literally would affect somebody famous. Hmm. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, just think if, like, if DACA, if Mila Kunis was a couple years younger and this might have like been something that affected her because she's uh came here under her family came here under asylum. Yep, they did. So it's just like you you don't think about these things. It's like, oh yeah, like no. You don't think <laughs> about the ramifications of it affecting people you might actually like or have influence. You're just you're just thinking about mm-hmm. poor typically brown kids who you don't, for whatever reason, you you, you think they're not going to be productive citizens. Mm-hmm. And that's what it is. And it's, but, and when you, with the whole deportation, things like that, I understand for uh, people who are, like, known criminals. Right. Uh, and sending them back, and I get that. But for people, working class people, who are literally doing nothing but taking the jobs that other people don't want because no matter what they say they're taking our jobs it's like you weren't do even you working want, that job do you actually want that exactly karen, do karen and retail do you? Do, do you want to work outside because thank you you look real cushy in your store right now i don't think they're coming for thank your you. job specifically and if they did exactly. they'd probably be a little better i can't go hold you <laughs> exactly. and, and i i know damn sure that uh, the people who are employing them, especially like people who are owning uh, farm agriculture, <laughs> things like that, like they're not wanting to, and they want it for like uh, a completely different reason. Like you're not mm-hmm. wanting to pay people, uh, having to pay different taxes, having to pay insurance, right? worrying if like certain things like unions and things like that, like you're not having to worry about your employees taking uh, legal actions against you right they can't unionize against you because they don't they technically don't have the legal right to exactly and they're like and it's a sad reason why they're like where they would be like yeah keep it but it's just 
it's already hard enough for people who want to come over uh, to even get legal uh, to be legally become citizens. Like it, the process is hard. It's yes. hard. It's expensive. Like yes. it's not cheap. <laughs> and even when they're illegally coming over, it's hard and it's expensive. <laughs> and I would say uh, ridiculously and... hard of legally and illegally, more so legally, because yeah. I'm like, I feel like that test is ridiculous. But yeah. neither you're neither. I, <laughs> I have a friend who uh, went to college together and she just became a legal citizen three years ago. And she's been in the country since she was like three years old. Oh, wow. So, like, it's a pro people think, like, oh, if you come from certain countries, it just happens. No, no. It's like, <laughs> it does not <laughs> at all. So, like, it, yeah, <laughs> exactly, Doc. How they got no more than we know. I was like, their, their citizenship test is like harder than an AP U.S. history test. <laughs> and I skipped mine, so I, was probably <laughs> <doing> it. <laughs> I literally walked out of my AP test. <laughs> Funny story, not related to this. I, I was so mad. Like somebody, when I went to college, some, uh, one person was like, yeah, I just drill uh, sketches on my AP test and got a, what was it, a three or four. I was like, I actually tried. <laughs> I got a freaking two. Um, <laughs> not related, but <laughs> that brought back memories. But yeah, it's, it, they make it, they already make it ridiculously hard to come in either way. Um... So it it should be a it definitely should be a reasonable emphasis on reasonable path to citizenship. Yeah. It's very hard and the only other other ways around it of course is like get a green card. It yep. Marry yep. somebody. <laughs> we see 90 day uh what was it? 90 day fiance like yep. <laughs> Some of them might be like, yes, get that green card. Get it. <laughs> like, get in how you can. Get in where you fit in. <laughs> yes. So, yeah. It, yeah, and it shouldn't be, it should not be that expensive. Like, why? Why must I uh, pay to get into this country? It's like, where, why? Like, I mean, it's definitely sending a message of like, what was the message? Um, we come bring bring ye uh, poor, you starving, you huddled masses, and I was like, that's not, that's not what we're actually saying. We're saying bring your elites. Um, and it shouldn't take ten plus years. It's so long. Uh, did forty five in his cabinet in the Refugee Act? I don't think they did. I remember them. Uh, vastly reducing the number to like 15,000 uh, asylum se seekers or refugees. Um, and Biden was actually going to keep that number until the Progressive Caucus got on his ass. Um, and then he increased it back. I forgot what the number was. It might have been anywhere from 50 to 75,000, but he increased it back. Yeah, exactly. If you're trying to, uh, become a citizen and they're like working they they, when they have the temporary visas so that way they're legally allowed to work so that means they're paying taxes <laughs> you're already paying the government why right. do I have to pay you more why why yes. why uh, like, uh. 
and and then also for the people who think like uh illegal immigrants they're like well they're taking the money and the government is taking care of them it's like they're actually no because they cannot be on paper so which means they cannot benefit from uh government assistance looks like they can't benefit from it so how is the government taking care of them they're not sweetie they're not like that they don't they don't get social security or medicare like that and even if they did it's okay i think (laughs) that's what it's there for that's why you pay taxes because best believe if something happens to me um i want my employment check exactly Uh, when i'm old enough i want my social security because i'm paying a boatload into it so you better give me something uh like no like those of us who are working and can pay taxes and can do all that it was built in place well actually don't quote me on that i gotta double check but i'm pretty sure it was built in place to take care of those who could not so just because we're you know that's just because the the welfare is given to a few more people i don't think that really drains our social security or medicare or any of our um benefits like that granted we are in a deficit and we are like in a huge amount of debt but that's not why And please believe the government has money for certain things because the amount of money they spend on certain uh, random things that people don't even think about. And it's like millions upon millions of dollars. Man. Because <laughs> just like how we've been asking for reparations for how long? Since forever? Forever? Uh, but the COVID happened and then all of a sudden they had enough money to send all the people $1,200 all of a sudden. All of they a had sudden. money for that. They have money to bail out all the uh, airlines. Yeah, right? All that money. Uh, it's like, no, maybe if you tax. Uh... <laughs> I wouldn't go say it, Doc, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like, y'all find, y'all will find money when it, uh, when it benefits. But if it's for, when it benefits the government. Right. And, but if it's to actually benefit the people of the nation. All of a sudden, we don't, we don't know where that money is. We oh, don't we have don't enough. Know. We don't. <laughs> what we we had to, but you know, raising taxes and you know, the people don't want that. It's like, you know, <laughs> we we kind of do want it. Like, please and thank you. <laughs> I want it. If you tell me free money, I want it. <laughs> exactly. It's like. Oh, I, I just pay a little, like, I, I pay a couple, couple tw- like, $20 or something, a little bit more of that, and I get extra money? I'll take it. Like, oh, no. It's, it's not designed to work for us at this point, so I'm just kind of like, yeah, I get Hey, y'all, get it how you can. <laughs> just get it how you can. Get in where yes. you can fit in. Because I was like, I pay local taxes and my roads look a hot mess. Right. But so where is my tax, where are my tax dollars going? Because it's not, de- it's definitely not going to the beautification on these roads and highways. That was, I was so sick of paying state taxes when I moved back to Mississippi because those roads just stayed trash. Like they, it was pothole city. Where were my taxes going? Well, Jackson's already, that's a whole nother thing. Um, <laughs> Jackson got issues, but yeah, 
all our money just disappears. Cardi B had a good point uh, a couple years ago. Where where's my fucking money going? We ain't had to make it yep. safe for Jeff Bezos. There wasn't nothing <laughs> up there. His ship just like <laughs> peaked, peaked out the atmosphere. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that thing. I was like, oh, the rich just gonna keep on getting richer and they're gonna do rich people things. And the only good thing about when rich people do rich people things, it opens doors <laughs> for everybody else to do normal stuff. Like, hey, now we can think about space exploration for like other people. Like, who knows? Like, like other rich people. When they have, right? But like, <laughs> what, like, let's say like in 20 years, randomly, we're gonna start having resorts in space and it's gonna be like, Mm-hmm. how when cruises first came around they were expensive but then over time they've gradually gotten to different prices like right that might be attainable for a middle class family one day just to be like we're going to space on our uh, <laughs> winter vacation <laughs> oh. <Yeah. laughs> oh lord <laughs> you, you, I like how Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say you're right, B Mac Jeff a hope, but you know we I, I still buy stuff off of Amazon. I was like, I think I need to order something too. But Amazon is life. I, <laughs> I might you might not agree with a lot of things, but man, it's efficient. It they don't efficient. treat their workers right, but it's efficient. <laughs> <laughs> it's efficient like, for the wrong ooh. reasons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like I'm sorry that. Y'all literally have to get, deal with like getting run over by the little machine things, <laughs> the little automatic machines, and they don't care when y'all are hurt and they work y'all to death. But man, they don't even have that one breaks. day. That one day, sh- that one day shipping be hidden. <laughs> like I can't get this at Walmart, but I can get it on Amazon and get it by tomorrow. <laughs> man, yeah, pickup just don't hit the same. Like one or two no. day delivery do. America. It's like the act of like getting in your car, having to go to the store, having to see if they have it in stock. If they don't, guess what? You might have to go to a different one. Or they might have it, but oh, this one you have to end up returning because it's something happened with it where it's like it's the convenience of amazon it's like i can order it online they're gonna ship it to me if my package doesn't arrive guess what they're gonna give me a refund or they're gonna send me another one and we're all happy we're all <laughs> but happy. we don't think about yeah we just don't think about like the employees and like we should but at the same time you'd be like but dang but damn it it's the same thing with foxconn <laughs> and iphone yeah we we are complacent. We are definitely complacent when we want to be. When it when it benefits us, whoo! I see why rich people act the way they do. Um, I honestly see it. Now, if I were if I were rich, if I were a billionaire, I probably would do stuff differently. But I get why they act the way they did. They're just big kids with a lot of money, and they want they yeah. want the utmost convenience. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> That's like. But that's how you keep your money, too. It's like, make things convenient. Because uh, spending money doesn't make you money. It, it doesn't does not. keep your money. <laughs> it does not. So it's like, uh, find ways to nickel and dime and keep your money. Because rich people are the cheapest people. I don't care. <laughs> they might spend a lot on certain things, but they are cheap. They are cheap. <laughs> they, will, like if they... they will haggle. They will do anything they can to find a deal. Mm-hmm. Hmm. 
No. <laughs> like, they keep that money. They they keep that money in their family. And they make sure it keeps growing <laughs> over time. Yes. It's like, no, we're keeping this money. Yes. I'm glad, like, the new age rappers and things like that are starting to get smart. And they're learning, like, hey, <laughs> invest. Like, I might be, this might be just a 15 minutes of fame type thing. So they're taking their money, investing it, and mm-hmm. le- letting it just keep on flourishing. So, like, when you have people like a uh, co- uh, millionaire, we're like, you've not put out a song since you first came out. You have money because he's smart and he invested in tech He's been companies. investing. Damn, that is and smart. It's just like, yeah, like, let, let your money just grow. Oh, it is a blue market. You're right. You're right, Mike. Because everything's in the red right now, and I want to invest some more. Uh, (laughs) I can see you living in Doc Studios, even if you do get millions. I I definitely see that, Doc. (laughs) I don't know how. I feel like Doc would find a way to just ship us to him. Doc, all he would, he would invest in, uh, he would become a silent partner in uh, Red Baron pizza <laughs> and, and it would just be like he would he would make his own money grow by buying his own product <laughs> i feel like i feel like he would also do a hostile takeover of arby's just because not not even that not even because arby's needs a takeover he just wants to do it to say he did it um but he'll just be like all right y'all keep doing what you're doing though great great work everyone <laughs> not the new mascot well yeah i can see that <laughs> Investments, they just, and I'm so glad that people now, uh, especially uh, black and people of color, mm-hmm. uh, like indigenous and people of color, like everybody's getting into investing more. It's just like we've been watching other people do it for so long, and some people are fortunate enough to where they're taught, like, hey, do this with your money, and if you're, and they always say, well, it's not up to the schools to do it. It's up to your family and your parents. Well, they also didn't learn. Right. They didn't learn this. They didn't so learn. how are they supposed to teach you this? Like, they don't know. Uh, this is something that you end up having to teach yourself. So I'm glad that now it's like this uh, big uh, influctuation of people like learning to invest or learning to day trade, learning to do all these things on their own. So that way they can teach the younger generations and also just like keep that generational wealth flowing right invest in property don't just like buy a car buy a buy land buy land buy Uh, buy um buy uh, a building buy properties buy rental properties Mm -hmm. it's like that that's how you your money yeah you're spending money but guess what it can make you money yes if you buy a big enough plot uh enough land guess what you can put you might be able to put a couple houses on that and you're just, you're paying for the land itself. You're not paying for each house, you're paying for the land. So it's like you can build those diff, uh, those three, four, however many houses on it. And guess what? Now you're collecting rent from people. Yep, yep. Like not a mortgage on each house. No, because the land is yours. So you're paying the taxes on the land, things like that. Because if it's out of your pocket, if you didn't get a loan to build these houses, guess what? You're just paying for your land, and so you get those people to put money in your pocket to pay for that. Mm-hmm. It's that simple. But like, it... oh, go ahead. Uh, no, no, go ahead. 
No, I was gonna say that's one of the good things. That's one of the things about growing up with the internet, though. Like, the internet has allowed us to have all that access to learning, learning and teaching ourselves how to invest, um, how to buy land, what rental properties are out there that you know we can like find and like build up and uh, rent out to people. So I've, if I feel, I feel like that's one of the uh, that's one of the good aspects of being an in internet age. Cause I feel like we, it's, it's accessible to everybody. That information is accessible to everybody who wants it. So um, unlike in our parents, um, generations, they, they didn't have access and the people who were making the money weren't going to share it with them. What's an impossible challenge? Wu Tang Financial. <laughs> Wu Tang oh. Financial. <laughs> Doc is Doc is about to make Mike uh, love Arby's. FYI, so <laughs> please no, please no. Just, let's not. <laughs> oh, no. Hashtag Mike no. for Arby's. <laughs> Hashtag no. <laughs> and if y'all think I'm a hater of Arby's, Mike is a hater of fast food, period. He does not eat fast food. So if, if you got him to eat Arby's, that would be a whole experience. And then that would be a whole experience that I would have to hear about because he'd probably get sick. <laughs> so. <laughs> right? Mystery meats. Oh, man. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, I would uh, want to watch. I, you're my friend, and I support you, and I respect your decision. But also, I would really want to watch that. <laughs> uh, gray meats. <laughs> your Arby's had gray meats. <laughs> I don't know where. <laughs> like that was that was sad. I. Ooh, I was like, and then I kept, I think everybody felt that shame where I kept going, mm-hmm. the apple turnover in the french fries room. Because <laughs> that was it. The sweet sure was good. I was like, that was it. <laughs> Tender. I, I, yeah. I don't know if you have to go to Jam's neighborhood to get <laughs> Harvey's, but, um, and you know, Doc's in New Orleans, so they just put flavor on everything. It seems like a regional issue. But, um, I respect you not liking fast food, Mike. Uh, that's my downfall. So far, the closest thing I've seen Mike eat fast food-wise is probably American Deli when he came here. <laughs> and that's not fast food. That's just a chain restaurant. Right. It's like not a sit-down one. But yeah, that's that's the closest I was like, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> right, because wings, not boneless wings, but actual wings, because boneless wings are adult chicken nuggies. <laughs> wings are like. <laughs> Lab grown. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that. Uh, are both of us playing Kingdom Hearts? No, just me. No, just him. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, unless Jay wanted to surprise me and say she got it, but I doubt that. <laughs> but 
we went through our topics and then it's like we start we start saying bye but then that's <laughs> but we in the car <laughs> with our leg with our leg out the door chain but also they're all locally owned and operated so yeah because i never um 500 for the arby's low so and here's the thing i didn't have arby sauce with that sandwich and it was dry as hell with the arby sauce it wasn't bad so north alabama knows how to cook uh kind of uh <laughs> uh parts of north alabama i should say the the urban parts of north alabama there we go but anyways um yeah so uh, Zaxby's is regional because I haven't seen it outside of, once I got to Texas, I saw Raisin Cane's more. So, it's a southeast thing, for sure. Aw, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you, Mike. I decided to go video game route uh, for my alerts. Like, retro video game route, for the most part. Little mix of techno there here and there. So <sighs> was their hair Oh, I was say is Henry was their hair uneven too? Did it look dry? It looked dusty. <laughs> was his hair uneven? I'm pulling out the driveway. You pulling out the driveway? Okay. I think we're pulling out the driveway now. <laughs> we got we have to pull out the driveway. <laughs> We gotta think of an outro <laughs> where it's like, right? <laughs> like I'm out. <laughs> Our way. What's Dr. I say? Uh, cut it short, B. It was like, <laughs> cut the up, stream, B. Wrap, wrap it up, B. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> <laughs> it up, B. <laughs> we, we need like a doc timer to come into the end. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> oh, man. Because uh, knowing us, we look. We will all, we literally enjoy each other's company. So we, we do. Will sit there we were talk. like this the other night when we were testing. <laughs> like we were supposed to test for a certain amount of time and then we were, we were tested, <laughs> but then we were also just talking. <laughs> so yeah. Oh. Jade, who we rated? We ain't got a raid, but Jade got to go. <laughs> oh, oh man. Not the Jews, Jade right <laughs> We'll work on an outro. We we'll will. <laughs> yeah, we got work on the intro too. We ain't gonna. Yeah. We we not there with the banger stuff because I'm I'm still I'm still the editor right now. So <laughs> I'm a, I'm I want to put the explosions on there. <laughs> <laughs> it took time. Aw, uh, we love you too, Jamie. <laughs> Family, 
Yes, it was good to it. I'm, and I do want to say, because I've said this to him privately, like multiple times, I do uh, love that she even opened up this opportunity to even come on and sit and chit chat with her on stream and like do this with her because it's like a fun experience and it's something I wanted to do anyway. And it's just like, it's good to y'all see me be petty all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I can, do, I can, I have a serious side. I, I talk about things. I like research and I like these things. So it's good to like do this and it's fun so I was like I do appreciate you M, for affording me the opportunity to do this and then not only do this but do this with you Aww, I appreciate it I'm, I'm, I appreciate you volunteering and <laughs> and, <laughs> and being the angel to my kev on stage when I was having my head in my hands like this <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll let you go out like that no. <laughs> oh man <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh man! I guess, uh, <laughs> but oh, but yes, it's been, it was lovely. Uh, it was. That outro. <laughs> we 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 gonna work on the outro. <laughs> it's been real, y'all, and I hope you enjoy your game. <laughs> oh, much appreciated. She'll be back next week. We'll be back next week. New topics. New topics and whatnot. <laughs> <laughs> Doc the stage manager? Yeah, that's fair. Doc is like yeah. <laughs> um, Doc, you need those like power my those mic pushing powers. Yes. Push me out of frame. <laughs> like, edge me out slowly. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Like you have to transition a screen. <laughs> um, hope y'all have a good rest of your stream. Good night, y'all. This was fun. I better go for like Doc. Knowing Doc, he would probably call me if my phone wasn't on Do Not Disturb <laughs> to to force me off. So yeah, not closing the curtains. <laughs> Okay, okay, how about this? I'm gonna start the PS5. <laughs> <laughs>